Carl Jung said, the privilege of a lifetime is to become who you truly are. This is an invitation to move differently in the world, to operate from a place of deep knowing and alignment. I'm Adrian McDonald and welcome to the Mindset Strategist Podcast. Hello, beautiful humans, and welcome back, or welcome if it's your first time. And like last week, I still have stitches in my mouth, so if I sound a little wonky, that might be why. I get them out Monday. I'm really, really looking forward to that. Let's get into what the news has for us today. Over the course of the last, I'd say about a week or so, week and a half, I've seen so many posts around, oh my God, 2024 is only four months away, and all this talk around hustle, 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 and, you know, mow down anyone that gets you in your way, and, ah, the summer's over, the summer's over, and some of this is driven, I think, by some of the kids going back to school, so it was really making me think about time, just time in general. Now, all of this was really occurring primarily even before August 15th. So first of all, no, there, there's more than four months left in the year. Summer's not over. And you have an entire whole other season left in the year as well. Now, in some ways I get this because we're conditioned from a societal standpoint of the kids go back to school, so summer's over, even though Anybody going outside knows that's not true, especially down south in the United States. But when you're a business owner, you do need to be looking at quarterly objectives and budget numbers. And I I remember when I was in corporate this time of year was about when we started looking at 2024 budgets. So I get that. But this almost, I don't know, fanatical need to cause a frenzy around time is not necessary. And I could argue, and often do argue, it's detrimental in many ways. This line of thinking feeds the whole stress and burnout monsters on multiple levels. So when I was thinking about time, I think of it in two ways. Like there's Kronos time, which is like linear time. And then there's Keras time. Most people are familiar with Kronos time. It's like how we quantify time. It's linear. This is Greek. comes from the ancient Greeks. And that's where we feed into the, I don't have enough time. I'm running out of time. Don't waste time. Time is money. That type of thought process. And when I think about Kara's time, it's more, that's soul time. It's opportune time. It's the qualitative time. And Kara's was the Greek god of opportunity. So that's, when you are leading from your inner compass, that divine part of yourself, you are much more in tune with and focused on Kairos time versus Kronos. Now, Kairos is mentioned in Christian text as well, the time, uh, although you certainly don't need to be in that particular faith in order to appreciate 
this because most of us have had those moments. It's that that feeling of time slowing down or getting some inspiration or nudge out of, you know, seemingly nowhere. Now, I've talked about in the context of in the context of really wanting to make a dramatic change or a dramatic leap when setting like an ambitious goal or going after an ambitious vision. In previous episodes, I've talked about like that's an intellectual exercise, but the journey is much more of a spiritual experience. And if you really want to accelerate that process, you got to be coming from a spiritual place. So when you're trying to have impact, whether that's starting a business or a nonprofit or even within the scope of a job, I know most people feel like they want to accelerate that process or maybe you want to accelerate your progress. And that's really what people in personal development refer to as a quantum leap. Now, there is a book called U Squared by Price Pritchett. And I may have mentioned it on here before. If you have followed my Mindset Mornings I did for a while on Speak the Language of the Universe podcast, I know I mentioned it there. I read this book a couple of times a year. It's a it's more like a like a thick pamphlet than it is like a, a like a big book. I probably read it maybe once a quarter. And I picked it up last week and I saw the table of contents pages. I was flipping through and usually I just jump right in, but I slowed down just for a second and I read the chapter names. And what struck me was I've been reading this book a long time, like a really long time. And I usually approach it from an, through an intellectual lens, not like that's the approach that I have always pretty much done. But taking that beat, taking that pause, I was like, mm, I, I just, I just started laughing because I remember when I first came across this book that I was trying to get, and I use air quotes, get the meaning of this book by understanding, like, what is the process? What is the steps I needed to take in order to get a quantum leap? What's the process? And it does outline that, but you really need to be coming from your inner compass because that's the only way it really actually does occur. And I know that because I have been in a lot of masterminding and coaching programs over the years where this message was taught and the ones that got it and they did it, that's what happened. And I myself have had this experience. I've had a quantum leap where this has occurred. And I was reviewing the chapter titles and it was so much more obvious to me than before. The, yeah, you got to use your intellect to take the aligned action, but it's coming from, you got to let your inner compass lead. So uh, let's go over those chapter names. So change your personal rules for success. It's like, okay, all right. Quit trying harder. Ignore conventional approaches. Think beyond what common sense would allow. Now, where's that going to come from? Suspend disbelief 
focus on the end rather than the means. Rely on unseen forces. Like, if you haven't gotten it by then, then I don't know what to tell you, right? And I was laughing at myself with this. Choose a different set of risk. Trust in the power of pursuit. Seek failure. Get uncomfortable. Open your gifts. Fall in love. Make your move before you're ready. And look inside for the opportunity. He's telling you very directly, move in the world from your inner compass, from your divine self. He even says in the beginning, to put it simple, as humans, we are going to have to reframe our ideas about the universe and how we fit into it. So let's, let's go a little deeper here. Change your personal rules for success. Now, the, the concept of this is you want a different result. You want to have a bigger impact. You have to change your behavior. You have to come from a different place. you got to move differently. Quit trying harder. Now, I think most people think that if they do more of what they're already doing, then they're going to get a different result. And that might give you some incremental changes, but that feeds into that chronos time of there's not enough time, I'm never going to be able to get here to accomplish X, then your motivation dwindles. It's not, a quantum leap isn't trying harder. It's being different. Ignore conventional approaches. Now, this is where I feel like some of the magic starts to happen. And when I say magic, that's, this is when you're like, okay, I need to be start. I need to be moving differently. I need to start leading from that inner divine compass. Because you have to do that in order to be willing to consider paradoxical or radical moves. Like, that's where that's going to come from. Think beyond what common sense would allow. Well, now you're, you're stepping into a different realm. And sometimes when I'm working with people on this, I'll say... So, you know how some people will fantasize about winning the lottery? And that, like, that immediately opens, like, the imagination, right? Take that type of thinking and apply it to whatever the vision is, the situation is. And, but you're taking the money, so sort of taking the money component out of it. And sometimes it, it's hard to, I hesitate to use that example, but I have found that that is something is relatively common is people, a lot of people, like fantasize what they would do if they had win, win the lottery. And because you would, you would operate differently, right? And um, as we know from studies done around lottery winners is most of them uh don't change their belief systems and therefore they spin their way back down to uh, an unfortunate situation. But if you could remain in that focus of possibilities, because that's what lottery thinking does, like, oh, well, everything's possible because you've taken off the constraints. And that's what I mean by this, is think beyond what common sense would allow means like, let's just see what happens if you take off all those restraints because you're opened up 
to the concept of opportunities in a different way. Suspend disbelief. Now, this one is the real deal. The only way you can do this is surrendering this fully to your inner compass. That's it. Like, this is a complete act of faith. Now, what does that look like in practical terms? Well, there's this misconception, and I've talked about this before, uh, that fear, worry, and doubt go away at some point of success, and that's bullshit. They never go away. They will always be there. The difference is when they come up, you got to press that pause button and ask yourself, okay, who am I listening to? Am I listening to fear, doubt, and worry, or I'm listening to my inner compass? Where are you taking your action from? Am, am I taking my action from fear, doubt, and worry, or am I taking it from my inner compass? And in order to get that quantum leap, you got to be like, you can acknowledge the fear, doubt, and worry. If you're like, okay, you need to go sit on the bench because we're, we're going to be moving forward anyway. Focus on the ends rather than the means. This is the all about letting go of the how. And how you have it in your head is likely not how it will occur. Quantum leaps rarely occur that way. Rely on unseen forces. You're not alone. You're never alone. Even when you feel like you're alone, you're still not alone. And remember when I talked about the interconnectedness of everything. Your inner compass knows this. When you're listening and operating from that standpoint, like when you really feel connected there, that you know it as well. You could feel it in your gut, in your heart, in your throat, and like however that shows up for you, but you can feel it. You feel it in your body somewhere. Choose a different set of risk. This is also interesting, and I think the pandemic really exasperated this a lot. People think that they can avoid risk, and I think the pandemic also made people look at risks very differently. Um, risk is inherent to life. Taking bigger risk, especially when it goes for like building out a business or a nonprofit, etc., it it, it comes down to not only believing in yourself, but trusting yourself at a deep level. And I think can, feeling that connection to source just helps you mitigate things. Because the, the other thing about risk I find interesting is the people that are much more risk adverse tend to miss they focus on like the small risk and they miss the ones that are obvious to mitigate. And I, I think that when you're listening to your gut, you see the opportunity for risk mitigation more, which is why you're okay with taking more risk or a higher level of risk, I should say. Seek failure. You're going to make mistakes and you're going to, I mean, that's part of growth and you're going to need to tweak, and you'll grow through them. Failure is a resource because it provides you guidance. It allows you to course correct. And that's a lot of what building a business is, is course correction. Get uncomfortable. 
simply put, quantum leaps only come from growth. Any type of growth comes from getting out of your comfort zone. Open your gifts. Now, in the book, he talks about the talents or skills you develop over years. And to go through those in a way you maybe perhaps could see using them differently. I look at this in a different context. Um, I've explored more esoteric, some people believe esoteric, uh, tools like um, human design, for instance, to sort of zero in on my untapped gifts or give me new context to what my gifts are. And I do this with my clients as well um, because I think those types of tools give you a different lens to look at, oh, these are some innate gifts I have that I haven't tapped into, or, oh, hey, I know I have this gift, but I, like, I really need to amp it up. And I think that it just helps you naturally op- operate optimally. And this makes the process so much faster and easier because your soul already knows all this. So contemplating some of those tools like that are very helpful in opening up and recognizing your own gifts. Like my human design is generator. I'm a human power plant. I like I knew that, but I didn't know it in the context of the more in-depth um, information that that gave me. Fall in love. I always found this one interesting because I'm not sure why you would be pursuing a quantum leap unless you were really loving what you were going after. But I think what his point was, you really need to have clarity, like if you're really going specifically for a quantum leap, and a very strong desire for it because you're going to get challenged at some point and that that desire, that strong desire and clarity is what's going to carry you through a lot of those challenges. Make your move before you're ready. Now, this is where I think Karis comes into play here because the opportune time always arrives as soon as you make a decision. Everything syncs up. Those synchronicities start like moving into play after you make a decision to go for something. And paying attention to those moments of inspiration and taking the aligned action, that's, that's what this is about. Look inside for the opportunity. He says that everything to do, everything we need is inside of us. And that's your divine inner compass. That's the guidance system. That's why you, na- that's why you want to navigate from there because that next step, you might be not conscious of it yet, but it knows and it will guide you there. Now, that's the, that is um, Price Pritchett's U2 uh, book, which I will put in the show notes. Highly recommend getting that if you don't, if you're not familiar with it. But you may be thinking, hey, I follow you on social media, and for a long time now, you've been saying we need to slow down. Now you're talking about quantum leaps. The magic of a quantum leap only happens when you slow down so you can speed up. And I've been talking a lot about slowing down the speed up of late. Because when you're caught up in the hustle and bustle and the busyness, you're going to miss opportunities because you're not going to see them. 
this is about bringing the magic to the mundane. This is about bringing in the sacred to the everyday. This is about intentional living. Because when you do that, you, you, you have these opportunities to make these much more than incremental changes in your life. And like life is not a big one giant quantum leap. There's going to be ebbs and flows. That's the law of, you know, we have seasons, we have cycles. That's the law of rhythm, right? It, that's how that works in the world. So when you're operating and moving in the world by taking your lead from that spiritual self, that just makes everything easier. You can't, now, that being said, notice I say taking the lead from your spiritual set, self. You can't live in the spiritual plane. We're human. We're in this material realm. But if you want to ha- bring the impact, if you want to bring your vision that you have created in that space, in that spiritual realm, you want to bring it into the material world, You've got to be letting your inner compass lead so that you can take the purposeful aligned action. Quantum leaps require both. They require that intellectual and that action and also taking the lead from the spiritual realm, your inner compass. So give that some thought this week. Now I do have a few more musings from my world. We are coming up on the first year anniversary of the Mindset Strategist podcast fairly soon. I think I recorded the initial introduction, gosh, I think about a year ago, late August. And I did a podcast about uh, me being out of corporate for 10 years in July. I left corporate July 3rd of 2013. And I started my business 10 years ago in September. I took a break in between because I needed to figure some stuff out. And there's been several evolutions since then with all very interesting lessons. And over the past year, I've been in one of those strong evolutions. Now, with that said, I've decided a change in the podcast is coming. It's not, we've got some things on the technical side to, to work out. One of the things that I have wrestled with over many years is integrating the business side of my expertise and the metaphysical side of my expertise. And I know that I view the word mindset very differently than most people in the personal development space. Most people in the personal development space think of it as an intellectual exercise, and I don't. I think of it as a physiological, a psychological, and a spiritual and energetic like component. That's how I define that. But something's been bubbling up recently and I was like, okay, I there's there needs to be a, a change here. And we've been working on a rebranding of the website and I really want things to have a different feel. And after some contemplation, I'll be changing the podcast name probably fairly soon. Probably like with some technical stuff, it's probably going to be at the end of September, early October. And I've selected Source Code 
podcast. Now, why source code? Well, for me, it has a lot of meaning because it's a great merging of these two sides. You know, I was in the technology field for over 20 years, and source code is the fundamental component of applications. It's what make every, it is what makes everything work. And from the metaphysical side, source with the big S is where everything flows from. So that would bring me to my next announcement. I have been developing a self pace online program focused on embracing your inner divine compass and moving differently in the world. And this is going to be a six month, six month, no, six module, six months, where did that come from? Six module container. And again, it's self pace that is going to drop in late fall. Now I will be offering a super early bird pricing at $444 with a bonus of a Q&A experience in that early bird pricing. When the price goes up, then the QA experience goes away. So that sales page is being finished up, and I actually thought it would be done by now, but tech delays, gotta love them. I'm a little bit sympathetic because, again, I'm a tech person, or at least I used to be one. Uh... But anyway, that will be up on my social media pages sometime over the next week. If you want to make sure that you don't miss out on that, just send an email to inquire at adriamcdonald.com because I know not everyone's on Facebook and Instagram, etc. And also, I did I I talked about the Trust Fall retreat last week. If you're if considering attending Trust Fall, a get your application in because that's an application only event. The source code course will be a bonus to you. So there's no addition to for that additional purchase. Like, you don't have to do that. Anyway, so always, thanks for listening. Would appreciate it if you shared out the podcast if it resonates or leave a review if it resonates. And always happy to connect on social media. I tend to be on Instagram, threads, Facebook, and LinkedIn more than anywhere else. And of course, remember to find beauty every day. Thanks for listening to the Mindset Strategist podcast. If you found this helpful, I'd love for you to share it out. And reviews are always appreciated. You can check out my website at www.adriannemcdonald.com for more information. I would also love to connect with you on social. The links are in the show notes. Have a beautiful day.